This is the Dr. Chad Podcast. Biohack your testosterone. More sex drive. More energy. More lean muscle. Feel and be your best in three, two, one. Today's podcast is sponsored by Fullscript. Go to the website, get 10% off. It's the safest source for practitioner-grade supplements. Go there now. Welcome to the Dr. Chad Podcast. I'm extremely excited to bring you this special guest today, Dr. Chris Zeno. When you start to creep into low T, low testosterone, it is, on a daily basis, it seems insignificant if I was to measure you. But compounded over time, you find yourself going, what the hell happened to me? He is a world-renowned speaker, author, potentialist, and former Mr. America winner. He faced and defeated a deadly disease in his late 20s that inspired his journey to health and wholeness. He built one of the largest health and wellness clinics in the world, serving thousands every week. Without further ado, Dr. Zaino. All right, Dr. Zaino, thanks for being on the call today. Super excited. What's going on? Yeah, thanks, Dr. Chad. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Uh, we'll have a good time today. We got a lot of a lot of good stuff together. Yeah, love it. Uh, main thing I want you to do really right now is um, I just want you to speak into the mind of the struggling male, um, someone low testosterone, someone who had goals, who just gave up on them, who just has no hope, no, no inspiration. If you could just speak into their mind. Oh, 100%. I mean, Dr. Chad, I, I would definitely say I was there uh, a year and a half ago. I mean, if you, if you saw me a year and a half ago, you would have said I had it all, right? So I had... You know, I, I still have. It's an amazing practice. You know, amazing practice wellness clinic, crushing it. Uh, 100% financial security. Uh, healthy wife. Two beautiful, amazing, healthy kids. Check, 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 check. Paid for a house, debt free. Um, you know, dream car in the garage. Like I had it all. I checked off all the boxes. But the conversation I wasn't really able to have with anybody, even a peer like yourself, was. Why was I feeling slightly depressed? Why was I feeling numb? Why was I feeling disengaged? Why was I feeling unmotivated? Why was I feeling heavy? And the reason why I don't want to talk about it is because if I, if I told you this, Dr. Chad, I'd be afraid of you telling me like, dude, you, you made it. Stop being ungrateful, right? And it wasn't that I was ungrateful. I just didn't know. I just couldn't explain. So I, I would just put the smile on and go to work and do my thing. But this, this continued to get worse and worse. I became more disengaged and numb at work. And then I became more disengaged and numb at home and with my family. And then one day, I was in my office at home, and I heard my son Justice, my oldest son, he's 11, in the other room go to, go to his mom. He goes, hey, mom. He goes, what happened to dad? But he said it in a way where it wasn't like I stubbed my toe, what happened to dad? He said it in a way it's like, what happened to that guy that I used to call dad? You know, what happened to that man, that leader? What happened to that, you know, your husband? Like, what happened to that, that uh, like, that Rocky character that raised me my whole entire life? That's exactly how he said it, and I knew exactly what he meant. So here I'm sitting, and I knew I couldn't hide it anymore because what happens is we deal with this stuff, and then we think we're hiding it, but you can't. And I just, I, I went deep inside, Dr. Chad, and I was like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, and I was just like, well, I want to help people, yes, and I want to see better lives, yes. But at the base of it, it really had to come to my why again, like my, my, my true why. And you know what? It just came out of frustration. I just wanted to be admired for achieving great things and doing great things in the world. 
and uh, respected by others. And I, I wanted to be, I want to be, you know, want to do things in this planet that no one else has seen before. You know, I just, that's why. So there was like this selfish why. And I know it's like, you know, it's by myself. I'm like, wow, that was selfish. But it was the only thing that gave me a little bit of excitement, a little bit of like, like, a, like the crack where I could see the sunshine. And I really started developing it, you know, within and just started saying, what are these admiration, contribution, achievement, like, you know, respect. And I just kind of looked at those definitions and I came across the definition of hero. And I realized as a male and as, a, as any man, you know, we all, we all deep down want to be heroes in some way, shape, or form. And, and what the hero definition is, is a person who is admired or idolized for courage, contribution, amazing achievement, and nobility. And so if you guys are listening right now, it's like, even though I checked off all the boxes, I had the achievements and I had the contributions, but I realized in that moment I did not have the courage as a man or a person to allow myself to truly become who I was authentically created to be. And because I was living it, because I realized I was living a secret identity. Wow, I mean, that's huge. Obviously, when, uh, when your own son you know, recognizes that, you know, it hits right at home, right? It hits the heart. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I've followed you for a long time, too. And I would definitely say, wow, this guy's got it all. How can I be more like Dr. Zeno? And But yet, inside you, there's something missing, right? So... I love what you're doing now with the I Am Hero. It's super powerful. Um, yeah, I feel like the low-T uh, community uh, needs a lot of inspiration. They, they need that drive back. You know, they, they, we all, they all have a hero inside them. They all have the potential to be great, um, but they, they just, they've lost the drive. They've lost it. So um, you, you've done a lot of weightlifting. So obviously, we're uh, building testosterone. Yeah. Uh, is, is, is in the weight room and 100%. but most people with low T they have got no energy they can barely peel themselves off off mm -hmm. the, the couch so what would you say uh, to to the man sitting on the couch who just has no hope who, who needs to pry himself off whether it's for his kids his family his wife whatever well Dr. Chad you're absolutely right now number one when you start to creep into low T or low testosterone it is, on a daily basis, it seems insignificant if I was to measure you. But compounded over time, you find yourself going, what the hell happened to me? You know, you have the waistlines getting thicker. You're, you know, you have low T. And when you have low T, you have high estrogen. So now it becomes a chemical shift. You, you can't think clearly. You lose that drive. Then it affects sexual areas. Not just performance-wise, but even, even like passion wise you know it just starts to pull what you know like Austin powers it pulls the mojo out of you basically and you don't realize what's going on and then a lot of times you go to the traditional uh, the medical method and they're going to give you antidepressants anti-anxiety or they blame your circumstances well you're 35 you're 40 you're 45 you're stressed they'll put the big stress one on there and they are all epigenetic factors but it's not getting to the root cause of the problem and a lot of times i know many men that they lose hope so they feel this, this resistance, and they're, but they have a job, they have the security of the job, and they say, you know what, I'll just settle. So they, they, they settle in the, in the torment and the comfort of where they're at, thinking that this is just the way, way life's going to be, and they believe a lie. They believe a wrong script. They, they're writing a wrong map, knowing that if you are listening to this, and if there's any part of your life that you are not, that you know could be better or that you're stuck in, you must understand it has nothing to do with circumstances, genetics, culture, or heritage. 
there's always a cause to the problem. And there's always, so, and understand if you tried everything, and I was there, I felt even to myself, I tried it all. But if you tried everything, you would have had your result, right? So always understand for the hope of it that if you're not where you want to be, you haven't tried everything, and that there's always a cause to a problem. And, and like Dr. Chad said, you, all you have to know and focus on is the what and the why. So what do you want in your life, and what do you want to be, and what did you see yourself being and why? Like the how and the who's going to get you there, that's none of your business. But I know this gets you off the couch. Well, what? You know, and, it, and sometimes it's not a happy-go-lucky moment. You'll be sitting on the couch and you'll be like, I'm totally pissed off that I feel like this. And, you get, and what happens is, I know you guys, you look back to your glory days. You talk about your 20s and you talk about high school and you talk about the evenings with the girls and all this other stuff. And you start living in this past. Like that was the day. So you live in this conditional life where all you do is focus in the past. And, and now every day after that, you're just, you're reinforcing the script of my life's just going to get worse and worse and worse versus changing the standard it has to happen in the mind and the heart first so for me my standard like when i look at a sylvester stallone at 73 i'm like i can't wait till i'm 73 where i can look that good so that's so you start like an iron man when i see an iron man i see the number 75 circled on someone's calf because they're 75 years old running an iron man so society's standards of aging is that hey you're gonna go bald you're gonna go gray you're gonna get fat your bones are gonna get brittle you're gonna lose your muscle you're gonna you're gonna have to be on, you know, you're, you'll never have an erection again. And just, you just kind of like, that's it. Movies portray that, society portrays that. But when you look at the exceptional people, make that your new standard. So that's my standard. So automatically you make that your standard. And then here's the thing, starting now, what do I have to do on a daily basis to ensure I'm gonna live life like that at 75? Like, I'm not gonna wait till 75. It's like, what am I doing on a daily basis? Because at 75, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be wiser, I'm going to look great, I'm going to have vitality. Like, you don't wait till then, you start doing it now. So, Dr. Chat, the first thing is, like, you embrace that hero mindset, but then you're absolutely right. Then, I think, Dr. Chat, in this equation, so embracing the hero mindset is the philosophy. If you believe in the philosophy is as you age, you're going to get decrepit and you're going to lose all this stuff society shows you for status quo, that's a broken philosophy. So, you change your philosophy. Then when you change your philosophy, you automatically make better judgments on a daily basis, right? So if I thought health was just how I look or how I felt, right, then I would make errors in judgment. That means I would wait till I feel bad. So errors in judgment turn into what are the easy disciplines like Dr. Chad teaches you to do? What are the easy disciplines I could do to raise my testosterone, raise my vitality? And then the big one is the blind spots. Like Dr. Chad goes over with you guys like, there's blind spots there because you need a coach. You need someone in your life to say there's a blind spot because you don't see it. Like when, when you're like when you're inside the battle, you can't read the label. And then you add time. Time is the factor. Time either works against you and destroys or time will actually compound the great things you're going to have, uh, really the life that you desire to have. And you can do it, but it's something that we literally have to start now. Yeah, I feel like a lot of... A lot of these guys, they, they think that they're the victim, right? It's, yeah. it, it happened to them, but yet every choice that they've made led them to where they are today. You know, so I hear a lot like, like oh, I have, you know, it's my genetics. Uh, my body's changing my testosterone into estrogen, and it's, it's not my fault. I, I have to take testosterone injections, or I have to rub this, you know, gel onto me. You know, so it's, it's not that they, it's just that they've been fed a lie and it's, it's sad 
And just, just by doing small, mundane, unsexy things every single day, you know, over time, it's going to get you there, right? It's not the quick fix, right? right? It's think six months, a year, five years, 10 years, you know, think about your rocking chair, you know, when, when you're older. So, you know, it, it's, it's got to happen. Right. It's, it's knowing that the body's natural state is well-being. And that means if, when I tell, I mean, if you're watching this, if you think it's genetics or it's like an age thing with testosterone or hormones, well, your heart's working good. Your eyeballs are working good. Your ears are, like your body wasn't created so certain things fail at certain times. Like it just, there's an interference. There's a blind spot, period. So what is the interference? It could be, it could be a physical interference, like something in your nervous system. That's interfering with life and energy and vitality to those organs. There could be a toxic interference. You have no idea. Like when you eat a piece of chicken and broccoli, it could be totally genetically modified. You know, those genetically modified foods or heavy metals destroy, destroy. They're very estrogenic and they destroy male fertility. That's why, you know, there's that, there's that, uh, Dr. Chad, there's that uh, documentary on like the male, the male population is dwindling. I mean, like testosterone, sperm, like it is just, like but we don't because you don't see it doesn't mean it's there so you have toxic interference uh, physical interference and then you then have the thought expression the thoughts the uh the stresses and then when your testosterone goes low it also creates uh mental uh you know mental acuity issues and depression but it all comes down to like you're right dr chell like if you start doing like for instance i won mr america at 21. All right, then, um, you know, I went through health experiences uh, and issues that got me into chiropractic. And then uh, one of my doctors, when I was 36, one of my doctors was competing in a physique show. And I'm like, I, I was eating raw for like two years. And, and I was eating totally raw, Dr. Chad. So it was like pure vegetable, plant-based, zero fat. And I felt, I felt good and I was super thin. But man, I was just, because I, I, I had no saturated fats in my diet. My testosterone crashed, but I was thinking, well, eating raw would be good for me. But I realized, wow, fat and cholesterol is the building block of healthy, uh, is really the skeleton of all hormones in the body. And so I said, let me see, see if I still got it. And at 38, I went up winning Mr. Universe and getting my IFB, uh, IFB professional card. So here, even 18 years later, I'm still able to be in the best shape of my life, build the most amount of muscle in my life. And to do it, by, and it was, it's all done by finding the cause of these issues. And the one thing is, if you are going to do into start doing testosterone therapy, I can't affect one hormone without throwing off the rest of the hormones. Like, like if I take testosterone therapy, like Dr. Chad says, now we got to then chase estrogen. And estrogen, like it's like it's like a cork, right? So then you got estrogen, and then you got DHT, and you got progesterone, and then you got prolactin, like. I've seen guys lactate because their hormones were all over control. So hormones, it's just this, it's a symphony of things that are always changing. So always like what I appreciate about Dr. Chad is you always start, what are the, what are the easy, I love it, the easy, non-sexy, mundane things we could do in our lifestyle to maybe free up bound testosterone from steroid binding hemoglobin might be all these little things we could do herbally, naturally, and to stimulate that in our lives removing interferences, removing toxic interferences, and you'll be amazed on what you can do with just that alone. Yeah, love it. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's sad because people give up so quickly. You know, they just give up so quickly. Um, so can you, um, can you reiterate um, a bit of like the secret identity, um, mm -hmm. just breaking through that shell? So you just nailed it. So what we talked about the, the the story or the script that you just wrote if you're writing for yourself where you feel it was your age genetics or you feel you're a victim 
Because you know what? When you get frustrated, your brain search, your brain's always searching for the answer. It knows there's a cause. But when you've been doing it for a while and you're frustrated and you're not getting anywhere, then it's your brain, it's easier for your brain to land on it's my genetics. Like at least there's closure, right? And so we start anchoring to this false thing. So that story you're building, that's what I call the secret identity. The secret identity for me uh, was that I based my identity off what I did as my profession. So for me being a doctor, that was my identity. So for me to extend my reach and to reach the world and do things in the world and help people in a bigger way that they never seen before, it meant me having to leave the comfort of my secret identity. So if I left my lane, that meant that I would lose my identity. So I just got scared and I mourned and I shrunk back. And when you realize you're living half your potential, half your life, the other half of your potential in life will always you know, burden you. I mean, it, it, I mean, thank God you feel unsatisfied right now. You should, because when you're not living your true self, there should, there should always be that slightly unsatisfied part of you. And if you're, if you're watching this right now, you're not a victim, you're not numb, you're not depressed, you're not, uh, you're not anything that you've been telling yourself. You have to understand you're just grieving your potential. You're just, that's all that's how you're grieving your potential. So there's that hero inside you that know there's better, they know you want more, and you hate the fact that you questioned and you went against your own values by, by, uh, by settling for some diagnosis or settling to own up to some weak excuse to the reason why that you were told. You didn't make this, you were told this, and just to kind of fill in the blanks of what is in the truth. And so the secret identity, when you're dealing with this, understand the secret identity comes from, I say teachers and preachers and dogmas and institutionalized systems and you know media and the, all that stuff. What it does is it, it, it teaches us what to think and what to do. It doesn't teach us how to think and how to truly think for ourselves and make our own decisions, allow ourselves to be our own hero. And through, through all, the, all these society and being told what to do and whatever criticisms we start to put on this fake suit or that secret identity to conform and fit in so understand always look at like we're so focused on what we don't want versus focusing on what you do want so you focus say listen i don't want to be like this anymore if you're going through a tough time that's contrast that's showing you what you don't want but it's also clarifying what you do want so maybe this is the motivator to be like you know what i'm not going to sit on this couch anymore i'm not going to feel this way anymore like i know i deserve better so Maybe that's enough of an experience for you to say, listen, I'm going to start making these steps. I'm going to start changing these disciplines in my life. I'm going to start doing these things now, making a commitment to myself. Because if I make a commitment to myself and don't break that, now I could be better for everybody, my family, my wife, my spouse. And I know a lot, a lot, of, a lot of you guys watching, possibly you went through a divorce over this. Because you know you, you start like you don't realize the impact this has. So now you have to have a whole you have a whole new future. You got to meet someone. You got to get another relationship. So all these things. It all starts with you making a commitment to yourself. But you gotta you you absolutely must start changing the variables in this equation you've been living. Everything you've been doing, like you said, everything you've been choosing on a daily basis has got you right where you are now. So if we change any one of those variables, the outcome is going to be different. So it's a guarantee that if you change the variables, you'll have a better, better result and therefore a better life. Yeah, well, well said, definitely. Um, I would say most people try to do it alone, you agree, and that's where they, they fail. Um, I would say you need an accountability partner, you need a coach, you need someone there to, to keep you going. Um, we talk a lot about the strong room. So if, if someone's got a great relationship, you know, hang out with, 
if you don't have a good relationship, hang out with someone who's got a great relationship. You know, learn from them. Someone who is very fit, go hang out with, with them so you can become fit. You know, so, you know, for, for me at least, um, you know, I, I, I took a pretty hard um, health fall as well. I mean, my, my testosterone fell below 200. I'm, I'm back above 300 now, which is great. But um, I was scared when I was down at that level. I mean, I've got two kids and a wife and, you know, I started picturing, you know, me not being here, you know, them having to, to live life without me, whether it was from a divorce or say my health just continued to decline into cancer or whatnot. Um, so I, I just had to draw a line in the sand and say, you know what, I, I, I have to do this, right? I don't, I don't care you know, what any other people say. I don't care what Facebook says. I don't care what my doctors say. It's whatever it takes. I have to cross this line and make it happen. You know, so I got inspired that way, just just understanding that I have to be there for my family. And I feel like our community with the low testosterone, we, we all have relationships, we all have family members, and you know, they, their their family is their inspiration. So if we can pull them off the couch and just have them go exercise for their family or you know, eat healthy food for their family or for God, you know, just you have to take it to that next level. No, absolutely agree. I mean, uh, I really believe the strong room is huge. You know, I have a co I have a coach in every area of my life. You know, I have a cat, and just and because I I know how to diet, I know how to do different things. But when I have a coach, number one, when I exchange value, when I pay money, you know, your money's where your heart's at. So every Monday, I have to send in updates and stuff to my nutritional exercise coach, and he tweaks my diet or says, "Hey, keep on doing what you're doing." So when I go and reach for that pizza. I think, well, I got to send pictures to John Monday, so I don't eat it, right? So I have people in my life to keep me accountable, and it's because I know there's a compound effect and all that. Marriage-wise, talk to a guy every two to three weeks. Why? Just to talk to him about it. You know, he keeps me, keeps me level. He asks me, he asks me good questions to make sure things are going well. So, right, do that. I have a financial um, thought leader in my life. You know, when I'm about to make a purchase, a big purchase, I consult with him. He says, "Hey, listen, is that aligned with your sole purpose?" I'm like, oh no, it's not aligned. It's like, so even though you got excited and you know about this this opportunity, if it's not aligned with your sole purpose, you don't do it. Great, thank you so much. He saved he saved me. He made me help me. He helped he helped me create millions of dollars of the choices I made, and he helped me save millions of the choices I would have made, but weren't aligned with my sole purpose. So I have all these thought leaders in my entire life, and whether you have those people in your life that you could say, hey, listen, I would you like to be a thought leader in my life, whether um you have someone mentor you or whether you pay somebody um, it's always good to not be able to do it alone you always want an outside perspective and you want wisdom guidance and counsel and absolutely you never do things alone because that that fear and that secret identity will always because what happens when you do it alone you're afraid to make the wrong decision right so what happens is you you procrastinate you go back and forth because you're worried about making the wrong decision and then the thing is the toughest thing in life is to make a decision Versus when you know you have a schedule, a plan, and you have people that are counting on your people you have to kind of report to, it makes you the best version of yourself. I have a speaking coach. I mean, I have so many coaches in my life um, just for one reason. They stretch me, they keep me focused, and they keep me accountable. Beautiful. Well, well said. I love it. Um, can you um, talk a little bit about like the childhood hero? Um, me personally, like I've had a lot of childhood heroes, and then – you know, maybe I finally meet them and, you know, they're below par or they didn't quite hit my standard. Um, I've kind of molded my um, 
my mindset around like a hero as as if you know my hero is is the future dr chad right the right. the the better husband that I'll, that I'll be the better uh father the better doctor you know so that's kind of where i've molded it to can you expand on that a bit yeah no that's perfect i was about to say it's it's not well it's the people that you admire athletes or superheroes that you loved when you were younger it's not that you want to meet them what people don't realize is you're just being attracted and you're admiring traits that you have within you so if i said hey you know um, you know sylvester Stallone or rocky well if you dissect the origin story of Rocky, if you dissect the character traits of that character, that actor, I'm attracted to the characteristic traits that are just a mirror image of who I really am, not the person. So that's why when you think it's the person, you meet the person and then you feel like, ah, oh, they kind of let me down. No, no, no. It's like because you were attracted to the wrong thing. It was about what about what were the characteristic traits. So for me, Sylvester Stallone is like he made aware where there was no way. He was persistent. He was resilient. You know, like he, he, he stayed upon his dreams. Like, like, so it was, the, it, was the, it was the origin story. It was the character traits, not necessarily the person. So it shows you that if, if we admire an athlete or an actor, and it really is we're admiring the character, characteristic traits that we already have inside of us, it's a mirror, then that means the hero was you the entire time. It's just not the future Dr. Chad. It's the present Dr. Chad. And it's Dr. Chad when he was a kid. See, you, have, you said you have two kids, right? Yep. So I have two kids as well, and when we were children, when I look at my kids, I'm like, wow, these kids, like, they're, uh, they're, they have imagination, they're creative, they just want to play all day long. They live, in, they, live in vertical, they live in vertical time, like they live in the now. They don't live in linear time like we do now. Uh, they're very, uh, they have pride, they have ego, super confidence, they are relentless, they are persistent, they close me 100% of the time. My son has an 11-year, 100% close rate on me. Like, ridiculous. Like, That's they close, they're persistent. They close, they want. And um, they're, they're faithful. Their beliefs are easily, for, easily formed. They're super forgiving. Um, they're loving. They're trusting. And the number one question kids ask is, why? Right? They drive you crazy with why. Because they question limitations. They question, it's time to go to bed. It's 8 o'clock. Well, why? And when, I, when they asked me why, I realized, well, because my mom made me go to bed at 8 o'clock. Like, there's no, like, there's no set thing at 8 o'clock. Or it's time to eat. Why? I'm not hungry. Well, it's dinner time at 6. It's 6 o'clock. Well, why, what's special about 6? Like, they just question limitations because, and, and I'm thinking, well, wait a second. I just wrote a check for 10 grand to go to a two-day event, a mastermind, to learn these strategies. And people are spending all this money to go to Anthony Robbins and personal development. Like, as humans, we're trying to get these traits. You know, we're trying to, we're paying all this money to try to like get something from the outside to get these traits of, of closing and all this other stuff. But I said, but my kids have those traits. Your kids have those traits. So that, so it really means is if our kids have those traits and they never read a book and then read, never, never read a book or went to a seminar on personal development, it then means that we were all innately born with all those amazing characteristics. We came equipped with that. And then probably around the age of five, six, seven, and then again, the teachers and the preachers and the institutions and, and society and the TVs and the YouTubes and, and social media. Now what happens is, and that imprisoned that childhood hero, that imprisoned all those traits. That, that child who was very expressive, or very, like they were told, be quiet in class, sit down, talk when you're spoken to. And so it starts to kill and, and cull the hero on the inside into a prison and we live that prison or that secret identity for so long, you look in the mirror in your 25s, 30s, and 40s, and you don't even know who you are anymore. 
And so my whole idea is get back to the childlike behavior that we used to be. Start dreaming, have imagination, focus on the what if. Let the future you, the future Dr. Chad, pull you forward and be inspired by you and not everybody else. So always remember, all your children, unless they all, we all possess those qualities that we have been searching to attain today, not realizing that it's not from the outside, we, we still have them inside us. It's about removing that secret identity. Yeah, my, my son's the same way. He's got the 100% close rate on me, and it's, it's inspiring. Sometimes it drives me absolutely mad, but I'm like, he's good. I got to learn from this guy. So I love it. It's all innate. It's yeah, all right. born, and we've all had it. You know why? Because when we were born, like we remembered. You know, it's about remembering who you are. Like when we were born, we didn't forget our power. You know, we 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 had understood. So through life, we were distracted from that power. Just like when it comes to health. You know, Doctor Chell, like I was talking about. It's like when I talk to people, I'm like, so you started as two cells. And you were this in nine months, 70 trillion cells. Like these cells became an eye, these made your heart. So there was a, so do we all agree there was innate, amazing, intelligent design behind that? It wasn't random. Everybody was like, yes. It's not even a religious statement. Everybody agree, like, yes, something, something specifically designed that. Like there was intelligence there. I'm like, so, and then when you were born, where did all that, so when you were born, where did all that intelligence and wisdom go? And that's when people get confused. I'm like, it didn't come out with the placenta. And then they realized, oh my God, it's still in me. I'm like, yeah, it's still in you. When you go to sleep, it's keeping you alive. I go, and so you call a baby a miracle of life. I'm like, well, what's the difference between you and a baby? Nothing. We're just bigger babies. And so the whole thing is like, when was the time that we were distracted from the truth that we were the miracle? So something happened in our life where, so because when people have health concerns and health problems, it's like, listen, the, the intelligence in you, remember, the same intelligence in you made that liver. It made that heart and perfection. So the only thing that knows what made you, like, if, like if, this, if my phone breaks, I'm taking it back to Apple, the creators of it. They know how to do it. So it's like, why would I look on the outside for the answer when the answer is all the way on the inside to just finding what's blocking the truth, what's blocking that intelligence, what's interfering with that. And once we find the cause or that interference, then the natural state is well-being again. Then the same intelligence that made my heart allows my heart to do what it was supposed to do in the perfect well-being. So I just think we became distracted of the truth of who we were, not just on a physical level, but who we are. Like we were born into this world with those qualities. We were born in those worlds free. But then again, we were born in this world. We were given a name. We were given a nationality. We were given a culture. We were given a religion. And we were given a social security number. So immediately when we were born, a lot of us, we were given vaccinations. Like there was something wrong with you when you were born. And it's like, since the first kind of day we were born, we've been trying to live up to this identity that we were given and we never really, never really experienced who we were supposed to be. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we just keep get, getting, you know, dumber and dumber down. You know what I mean? It just, it's, it's, just, it's sad. It's quite sad. So um, what would you say to, you know, someone who's, who's fearful of change. Love it. Never be fearful of change. And so all, what I'm really good at is I'm really good at like positioning your perception a slight way for you to wake up and go, holy crap, he's right. For instance, Dr. Chet, you and I are on this, this, this uh, interview right now. We're having this conversation. But when you think about it, 
I mean, there were so many unplanned events that happened for us to get here right now. And we could take that rapid trail all the way back to crazy land. So meaning that the most guaranteed, the, listen, the most guaranteed thing in life, the most guaranteed known thing in life is the unknown. I know that sounds weird, but the one thing that's 100% guaranteed in life is the unknown. And I'll just tell you my story. So I went, uh, I got sick, right? Unknown experience. But if I didn't go through that unknown experience, I wouldn't have had a great appreciation with my health. I would have not been introduced to chiropractic. And then because of that, I went to chiropractic school, right? So unknown, boom. So I go to chiropractic school in Atlanta, Georgia. In Atlanta, Georgia, the school loses their accreditation. I lose $40,000 of student loans that I got to pay back. And I'm like, crap, what am I going to do? And there was a school in Dallas, Texas, Parker. So they had the best credit. So we go to Parker. And I'm a New Yorker. I would have never went to Texas, period, dude. So I go to Parker. I'm there four weeks in Parker. And then I meet a girl at the gym. She turns out to be my wife. And then my wife and I moved to Houston, Texas, against everybody's will. And we built the largest, largest clinic in the history of the profession. So do you see the unknowns? that happened, like I couldn't have planned that. And if you're watching this right now, think of, think of so many circumstances where you're like, wow, if I didn't go here and meet so-and-so, if this didn't happen, like there are so many unknowns that get you where you wanna be. So that's why I'm very cautious on, all right, I want you to set a plan and go at the plan because you can set a plan, but the unknowns, in the unknown, like so if you're fearful of the uncertainty, understand this, you're fearful of what you have right now. That's what you are. And what you have right now is because you've been living Groundhog Day every day, right? You wake up, you do the same thing, you live the same variables, and you get the same results, right? Can we agree? Our choices made us who we are right now. But the unknown, in the unknowns, contains the opportunity, the relationship, the new ideas, the gold, the genius. In the unknown is where God's at. In the unknown is where the next step is at. Like, you're worried about the next step? In the unknown reveals where's the next step at. And like I see, like in the unknown, it contains all the nutrients and all the cool variables and building blocks for your future desire that you want in life. But if you take the unknown away, all you're going to get is the same thing that you're getting now. So instead of fearing the unknown, like charge, embrace the unknown. And you know who, does, you know, who embraces unknowns? Kids do. Kids are like, I'll try that. Like they're all in because they know in the experience of this unknown, like, this, this, there's so many times I can tell you guys, like, I went here, I went there, and then I learned something here. I, like, the unknowns, the unknown is the only, I, that would be like, that's almost my journey. Every day I write in my journal, I, I'm so thankful of the unknown in my life. Like, I can't wait. Like, I write every day. What were the unknowns today? Because I'm like a kid waiting for a present because the unknown is like, hey, here's an unknown. Here's an uncertainty. And in the uncertainty is where your life, is where the best guaranteed life you ever wanted will be. Because you're either going to learn two things in the unknowns. You're going to meet someone. Um, you're going to have an experience that you didn't like, which clarifies what you do like, right? Or you're going to enter into something which looks like luck. It wasn't. It's because you seize the opportunity. And you'll be able to look back like Dr. Chad and I. Like, uh, I mean, the fact is, you know, we both, like, if I didn't get into the profession that Dr. Chad got in, and then we're, Dr. Chad and I were uh, both part of the same group, you know, like, it just, it's a, it becomes a small world. And these unknowns get us together. And then yesterday I said, listen, I'm, I'm committing to being on 25 podcasts. And I just send out a little post. And then Dr. Chad was one of the uh, 18 people so far in one day 
uh, book, uh, book some shows, and he, he saw the opportunity. That was an unknown. So unknown for both of us yesterday. And then today, we're doing this together. So the unknowns, guys, there's no fear. The, the unknown is the only answer to the life you want to break the cycle. It's all like, if I, if I could drill in your head, that is where your genius lies. That is where everything lies. And if you let fear, if you stay comfortable in that secret identity, you will never experience the most amazing, like your future, your new career, your new, if you're, if you're not married, your new wife. Like, yeah, like you're, you're everything. Your hero lies in that unknown for sure, 100% of the time. Yeah, it's just you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? That's where the magic happens. I love it. Or, or just knowing, like, why am I uncomfortable? And, and really self becoming self-aware going, um, am I uncomfortable? I'm uncomfortable because I'm addicted to this. A lot of times, even hormonally, Dr. Chad, like, we get addicted to our routine. Like, maybe, like, if, if your life's not going the way you want it, we get addicted to the stress of that, you know, because there's certainty there. There's significance there. So maybe for some of you, which I don't like, we talk about a victim, the real, real thing that get me worried about victims. You notice I keep on saying I had a health experience. I didn't say I had a disease. I said a health experience. The reason being is because if I claim victimhood, then that why would I be a victim? Becoming a victim gives you a sense of significance. When I go on an Instagram account or Facebook account and I see someone that says their name, this and this, and they put the disease that they're claiming, oh, I'm a blank survivor. I have this disease i'm like wow like it's part of their freaking life it's part of their identity and listen if you're a victim and your problem is part of your identity you will never let go of the problem it can never heal because that is what you're holding on to you're focusing on the problem to get the attention to get the significance to feel special listen being a victim there's there's no enlightenment in being the sick person there's no enlightenment in being the person who's just the overcomer there's enlightenment on being the person that you were created to be and let, and because of your light, then you will attract other people to be able to live the lives they were created to. Heroes breed other heroes. So when it comes to that, that identity, really like release that, release that label someone wants to give you because the label will keep you in the label versus saying, no, no, I control my life. I'll do whatever it takes. I'm going through this experience. This experience sucks. I hate it because, but because I don't like this experience, I'm even more motivated to um, to not to 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 make the change I need to be to become the person I want to be to get the strength I need to get to get the vitality back I need to get like that becomes your motivating drive because you know being a victim you'll always be a victim. Just in incredible! I I really hope that the audience today is you know inspired. Um, if you if you want to reach out to Dr. Zano, you're you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, right? You're on. Um, YouTube, Twitter, I mean, Stitcher, like you got I, iTunes, you got everything out there if you ever want to listen to him. To him. You've got I, mean, I got so if you're watching this right now, I've got something for everybody, a gift for me. If you go to IamHero.com, so the website's IamAmHero.com, I have four master classes that are up. A video is my vehicle of influence. So I have four master classes that are up, and they're my gift to you for now. They'll be up for about another six weeks or so. And when you look at them, they're one-month master classes, they're videos, five videos a week. And I want you to look at the one and, 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 and get the one that speaks most to you. I have one that's called the Hero Secret Sauce. And that's basically championship characteristic traits to really win in every area. But then I have another one called One Month to Win. 
a lot of times when you're a victim, you feel you're losing every day. Like Dr. Chad said, you feel like a victim or it's happening to me because that's your perception. But if I could show you and we could create like a, a change of perception to where you realize I am winning every day. Like we start focusing a lot. Like if you're watching this right now, that's a win. To me, I put this, like Dr. Chad, I put this in my journal. It's a win. Like today I'm winning. So I see all the, so when you focus on winning, you become what you focus about, right? Your characteristic is what you do on a daily basis. So if I'm winning, to be a winner, it gets you that winning characteristic trait. So that's called one month to win. Another one that might be really good, when you're feeling like a victim, the value of who you are goes down, plain and simple. Because what, you're sitting here with low T. Guy, when you say low T to a guy, it's like you took the manhood away from that person. So your value goes down, your self-confidence goes down, and it's a downward spiral, right? So there's a program I have called I Am Value. Remember, these are all gifts. There's no charge. called I Am Value. It teaches you how to get value in yourself again to build that up because when you have value in yourself, you'll invest time and money in you to become better. And it also gives you value in the product, services, and ideas that you possess to give to the world. And then the other one is uh, we got one month to win. Oh, oh and a great one. Uh, the fourth one is called Time Expansion. Now, a lot of you might be saying, well, where do I have the time for this? You feel like you don't have the time? Well, it's about, you can't make more time, but I teach you how to expand time. So you can actually get more done in less time, start thinking in seconds, because we're going to need time for you to be able to do these things to get yourself back to the mountaintop where you belong. So just go on there, pick whatever course you want. That's on me. And then just go, like you said, Facebook or Instagram under Dr. Zeno. You'll probably see my name there. And uh, I put out content every single day, and I answer all my comments, and I answer any private messages if you guys have. I'll be more than willing to help you guys. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dr. Zano, for being on the show today. Uh, absolutely inspiring. You've been inspiring me for a long time, too. So I'm excited to get this out to more and more you know, clients that haven't heard you before and, and take them to the next level and get them started and get them off the couch. So, yeah. So thank you, Dr. Zano. Uh, awesome experience. Uh, love to have you on here again. Um, yeah, just reach out to um, any of the, the Facebook or the, the Twitter, um, the IamHero.com. I mean, that stuff just uh, absolutely, just the value is just so high. So thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Last, 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 last question. Who, yes. who is your uh, favorite uh, superhero? There he is. I am. I love it. You know why? Iron Man's my favorite superhero because he used to be Batman. But when I was going through a tough time, just kind of trying to find myself going through this stuff, and I was sitting there. If you saw the movie Tony Stark, you know, at the end, he's supposed to say, everything is about, see, DC, you know, that's Batman, Superman. Their whole thing was there's a secret identity, right? Batman has a secret identity. Superman has a secret identity. And when Marvel came around, when Tony Stark was going to say the card like this guy's Iron Man just to make him have a secret identity, he held the card up and he could saw he was pondering. And in that moment, he embraced the pride, the ego, the humility. He put the card down and he goes, I am Iron Man. And that's where I got the term I am hero because it's about, like, what about that? And if you're watching this, what about, like, I'm getting goosebumps already. Like, when he said, I am Iron Man, everybody in the theater, Everybody who watched that movie, there was something inside of you that lit up. You know why? Because more and more of us, we need to take and embrace the I am. Saying, you know what? 
I am special. I am important. Like we've been in a society that just make, make like there's no enlightenment in shrinking for other people's insecurities. So what would you be like, I'm important. I take pleasure and satisfaction in who I am and what I could do and raise my self-esteem. And so Marvel, funny that you said that when, when Marvel released that movie, none of the Marvel characters have a secret identity, but where's Thor? You know, all these, you know, I'm Hulk, you know, and uh, because of that, Marvel destroyed DC Comics, became the number one most gross-selling movie in, in history. And the cool thing about it, Stan Lee, who's 95 right now, created Marvel, and he's able to see his full creation of not living in a secret identity come to fulfillment at the wonderful age of 95. So that's so you see what I said when I admire Iron Man. Why? Because I admire uh, the character that they're able to stand in their truth and say, this is who I am and I'm excited about it and I'm not going to hide it. And that was so important for me where Batman, I used to be like Batman as a chiropractor. You know, it's like I would be very, I was, you know, I had, I had a nice house and stuff, but like when it came to save people, I was humble, I was quiet and I never really accepted appreciation from people. Like Dr. Chad, when your patients tell you, thank you, Dr. Chad or Dr. Chad, you helped me so much. You know, I would say, oh no, no, no. God did it. No, I didn't do anything. And I used to, I actually, I used to practice false humility. And all it did was it, it ruined my self-value. It destroyed my self-worth. And you know what? I was like, you know, I got to start receiving the thank you and receiving the gratitude. Like these people are trying to show me love and grat gratitude. And I was not accepting it and rotting on the inside. So when I declared I am hero, you know, when I bring the hero to my practice, I bring the hero to my family, it changed my life in such an amazing way to help more people. And that's why uh, Iron Man is my favorite to do. What's yours? Well, uh, I am Wolverine. That's my nice. man. Yeah. Why? So, why? Whew, I got to think about that now. I mean, originally it was uh, his, his ability to heal. You know, so that was why I was right. to him. Um, so that was probably the biggest one. Everybody thinks that his claws are his, his uh, superhero right. power, but it's actually – you know, his ability to heal better than everybody else. So I, that's what I really was attracted to him for. And then, then it grew into like the mystery of him and his strength and maybe the, the anger inside of him that he had to release uh, just kept getting better and better. And, and, and now that Logan came out, you know, he's the old man, you know, so it's just neat to see the, the whole, whole progression of it all. So everybody who's watching this, like, and I don't know that if you realize, like, do you see like, which, how you describe Wolverine, do you see like you're describing so much of yourself? You know, you told me like, well, like when you were, when you experienced some issues, you were angry, right? Um, you're a doctor because you want it, you want people to hear supernatural. Like people in your office heal supernaturally. And what I mean by supernatural, outside of Dr. Chad's office, outside of your four walls, Dr. Chad, people don't heal. People go on more and more medications. So in your office, when people are coming off of medications, when they're avoiding surgeries, like we take that for granted, but like in your four walls, people are healing. So you're an educator of healer, you help people heal, you remove interference. So yeah, man, those people can, can compare to the, the majority, they got Wolverine healing capabilities. So I love asking that question because all you're doing is you're speaking your truth that because we were told to be so humble and this and this and all this crap, like when you talk about Wolverine, see you're living your life through another character, but that really is showing you who you are. And like, you're absolutely right. His healing capabilities was the only reason why he was able to withstand putting that uh, heavy metal into his body. And you know what? That also means, I can tell you right now, Chad, you've been through a lot of stuff, my man. You withstood a lot of stuff. 
And so that's why that's why it's so important. Everybody, if you're watching this right now, who is the, who is your favorite superhero? And then enjoy it and get emotional over it. You're actually just seeing a reflection of who you were. Take pride in that and go achieve it. I love it. Well, thanks, Doc. Why don't we just end that there? Super powerful. Um, appreciate everything you do. And uh, we'll talk to you soon again. Thank you. Thanks, guys.